Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons and Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. I hope Titus wins Hell in a Cell and has no falls, because Volok is shit and he pisses from the balls. I'm Ark. <laughs> <laughs> you bugger, you nicked my bloody rhyme. Almost word for word. <laughs> What a start, what a start. And of course, last episode we learned that Volok does not know the anatomy of his own dick, as sung by Vixen. Um, Yeah, hopefully we'll get some more biology or anatomy stuff today. But I'm also, of course, joined by We Are Reaches, Amy Mallet. Uh, So I had, I can barely hear my lute over the crowd's calls, but I can hear Volok pissing out his balls. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, I can't believe me and Jamie's brains are that much in sync. Amazing. (laughs) It was the Uh, highlight, clearly, of last episode for us. (laughs) Absolutely. We've had tweets about it, it clearly was... (laughs) The biggest highlight from that episode. <laughs> I am, of course, also joined by WhatCulture.com's Adam Wilborn. That's right, I'm Titus. Ring the bell. I'm about to hand Volok his balls inside hell in a cell. I love a scrap, a bit of rough and tumble. Now over to Ollie. Let's get ready to rumble! Yes! If that first like rhyming couplet had ended in the, anything alls, I would have lost it. <laughs> I would literally have lost my mind. We were so close to a perfect triple rhyme. <laughs> Is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Hell yeah. yeah. Yes, do it. Previously on Dice With Death, Ark settled in the athlete's quarters as he left Titus and Vixen in the hero zone partying. Relinquishing his normal routine, he avoided praying to his god Tempo and instead let the silence envelop him before going to bed. Back in the hero zone, Titus and Vixen had to act strategically while Zalu threatened Volok with her blade as punishment for touching her non-consensually, knowing that any violence committed in the hero zone could disqualify Team Artitip from the games. Zalu, rightly full of feminine rage, attacked Volok with a severe kick, sending him flying before marching towards him with blade in hand. Vixen grabbed the princess's arm to calm her, saying that he wasn't worth it, before the games master interrupted as crowds of paparazzi started taking pictures of the incident, subsequently disqualifying Team Arzatit from the games. Guards then rushed the scene as a riot between partygoers, press and contestants bubbled under the surface. Zalu apologised to Vixen and Titus, while the games master announced that the Dwarven team were the new champions. Titus stepped in and calmed the crowd with a rousing speech, congratulating the Dwarven team, encouraging everyone to continue celebrating the Purple Moon Festival. Vixen saw Zalu frantically speaking to her footman to go get a copy of the Champion Games rules to try and lawyer their way out of this situation, before finding Volok's dislodged tooth on the floor. After flicking through the pages of stipulations, Zalu announced that Team Arzatit could win their title back by way of competition, and who better to face than the man that caused the whole thing, Volok. Titus, after suggesting a backflip contest, solidified the idea of a wrestling match in the arena against his mortal enemy, while Vixen played sick riffs on her electric lute, singing songs of Volok's bad biology knowledge. The Games Master then snapped his fingers and a Hell in a Cell cage lowered from the arena roof. 
Volok walked out into the arena, got on the floating disc and made his way to the ring, while Vixen, before getting pushed out into the arena, tried to make her way to the athlete's quarters to wake Ark to no avail. Ark was then awoken by Stadia Concretia guards who informed him of the wrestling match in the arena but told him of his invite to the royal box. Ark got dressed and was escorted to the room before nibbling on pineapple and cheese on sticks while dressed in his robe and slippers. After walking the length of the royal box, Ark saw the familiar face of Corporal Danian, a member of his elite Storm Aerialists from back in the day. Ark purposefully scribbled their platoon logo on a napkin and dropped it within range for Danian to see before a waiter scooped it up and put it in the bin. Ark, for the first time in five years, then saw the gaunt and undead-looking face of Field Marshal Harleatus Aves, surrounded by Aracochran henchmen, and after saluting each other, Ark tried to cast Fast Friends, but felt the spell fail on contact. Their conversation was muted, but strategic and heated, with Ark promising that death would come to Aves, and that once he was in hell, Ark would follow him there and end him. Over in the arena, Titus made his entrance on the floating disc, passing crowds of adoring fans, as well as Jansper Mapple, who was still arguing over who was the better wrestler. Titus appeased everyone by climbing the turnbuckles and throwing his fists in the air before flicking his toothpick in the face of Volok. And as they circled each other and locked up, with the crowds cheering and the stadium at full volume, Volok said, Welcome to hell, motherfucker. And that's where we are now. Titus, you and Volok lock up. Your muscular, perma-baby-oiled frames grab each other by the shoulders as your barbarian blood pumps through your body. You hear the doors on this giant cage clack with metal on metal as they're locked behind you, and fire erupts all throughout the stadium, encouraging the biggest roars from the crowd you've ever heard. I know I say a lot about that when we're in Stadia Concretia, but this really is the biggest crowd you've ever heard. <laughs> the poor crowd, their voice boxes are absolutely fried. They haven't got a larynx among them. They're just like, ah, <laughs> The exact same sound effect either. When Ari goes, oh, the crowd go wild. It's the exact same sound effect. That happens. Maybe I make it a bit louder. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the Jamie's a lazy there. fucker like that. <laughs> Jamie's a lazy editor like that, but there we go. Um, you hear the games master speak across the tannoy as you are locked up. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody in between, this contest is scheduled for one fall with no disqualification or countout in this exhibition match. If Titus succeeds, Team Arzatit will be reinstated as Champion Games champions, and if Volok wins, the title of Games champions will fall to the Dwarven team. Welcome to hell! Welcome to bullshit. <laughs> I can't believe this is a bloody rule. Titus, you and Volok need to roll initiative, oh, please. Yeah. Here we go. Come on, baby. It's oh, a good stop. Twenty-two. <gasps> oh, twenty-two. Okay. Ladies and gents, and everybody in between who's listening, this is normal wrestling rules. You will do strength checks to grapple each yep. other. 
Whoever gets the highest grapple will then get their chance to perform moves and do moves. You will then roll athletics checks to see how successful those moves are. If there's anything more complicated that Titus Adam wants mm -hmm. to do, we will discuss it. Uh, Titus knows all about this from his history in the wrestling ring, of course. 100%. 100 <laughs> Titus, you're up first. Okay. you got to lock up. You're locked up yeah, already. I, th I think just a test of strength. So transition from a grapple into a literal test of strength. Yeah. Roll me um, an athletics check, please. Oh, dear. That's not a good start for that one. A nine. Nine? Amazingly, Volok got an eight. <laughs> so you win in this lockup. Titus, what do you want to do? Uh, I think, you know, the, the classic bit early on where they just sort of force someone, just to, just to head game stuff early on, just force him into the corner and, you know, have, the ref, have him basically have to say, ref, get him off me, because he looks a little bit of a bitch immediately. Uh, that's what I'd like to do early. We're not going to do too much damage just yet. And maybe just, maybe, you know, like, tease uh, a slap and make him flinch. That's, that's gentlemanly break, that is, Bollock. Ro uh, roll me an intimidation check. Okay, here we go. Hit. Eight. It's not going well, this. Eight. Uh, Volok is rolling an insight check, and he got a nine, so he beats your... He doesn't flinch. Like, you go to raise the hand, and you see him just stand his ground, and you push off each other. So you are now ungrappled, um, but you lock up again immediately, yep. and it's Volok's go. Opposed strength check, okay. please. Of course, yeah, when it's... Yeah, fine. An unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Uh, Volok got a 17, Ooh. so you win again. He goes to lock up to you. You kind of reverse it, really, and you get the better strength of him. What do you want to do? Uh, spin around the back of him and suplex him like I'm Brock Lesnar. Oh, Superplex! Suplex City, uh, bitch. Okay, <laughs> Suplex City, there we go, not Superplex. Suplex City. Um, yeah, you, you get the grapple. Um, damage is gonna be like immediately five. Okay. If you wanna do if you wanna do Suplex City, we can do, but you're gonna have to roll more dice. So how many suplexes do you wanna do? Uh what do we reckon guys? Three? No, do I do I pretend I know what a suplex yeah, is? Yeah, I was going to say you're asking you the do. wrong people. Of course yeah. you do. Pictures, uh, you're, yeah. you're hugging someone from behind, so they're facing that oh. way, and you're facing oh. the same way they are. Like you ghost. lift them up, oh, okay. and you're basically you're falling back <laughs> like, like that. Ghost. Their head is there and neck, a pottery wheel in between? Their you? head and neck are <laughs> hitting the mat, basically. Oh my love! It's uh, my darling. <laughs> Which one of you is Patrick Swayze? <laughs> I hunger for your touch. I go for maybe three. Sounds good to me. That's okay, the magic let's go number. for three. Let's go. Let's go crazy for Swayze. Let's do it. Let's do three. <laughs> I want some Demi Moore, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately brought up a Lonely Island, um, of course, song oh. where and I'm ghost like Swayze. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> What song is that? That's uh, the Narnia one where they, I don't know, they get Sunday. high and go watch Narnia at the, fin at the cinema. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Lazy Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. And I'm ghost like Swayze. Okay, ads. 
You do three suplexes. How do these look as you fling Volok? Still, like, arms wrapped around him for these three suplexes. I'm just going to fucking ragdoll him. Uh, <laughs> basically, I'm trying to throw him so he lands on his head and neck. The one thing you're not meant to do. Uh, but we're not working safe here, are we? Strong style. Uh, okay. Do I have to roll Strong for damage style. or that you or anything? suplex him. Yes, okay. please. So um, uh, if you do a d6 times three. 15. Okay. 15 damage to Volok. Im immediately. Um, great. You fling this man onto his neck and head and he knows exactly what you're trying to do he gets out, oh you fucker you up you piece of shit what do you do this is not i'm gonna fucking end you today you will no longer fight in the gwf and you will never get the gold that is over my shoulder well wait a second bollock sorry i didn't realize that's what you wanted to do here i, I just don't want to symbol symbolize you know just a little moment between the two of us. Think about the history that's gone between us. I know, you know what's on the line. And I know how you feel about me. But have you thought about this? Fucking suck it! Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you see, as you do that, pyrotechnics explode on the turnbuckles and everybody cheers. Confetti is going fucking everywhere and burning up in the atmosphere. <laughs> suck it! <laughs> Just immediate explosion. Um, we cut over to Vixen. Vixen, you and all the party goers you are ushered out with are in this separate glass dome that is basically ringside to the fight. You see Princess Zalu and her footman. You see the Dwarven team. You see Paparazzi and you see kind of like random party goers of all races. Everybody who is basically in that hero zone EDM dance party thing is there with you and you've all been ushered out ringside okay is there anything you'd like to do so how far away is zali from me uh she she can you can get to her that you're not you're not in combat or anything so you can just walk to her the glass dome itself is maybe about 20 feet with all uh 20 feet by 20 feet with all these people and party goers in it okay cool i'm gonna walk towards uh princess zali Okay, you walk cool. towards Princess Zalu. So I'm going to approach her and I'm going to say, Hey, I know you were looking through the rules and stuff. Is all this, like, strictly necessary? Like, if does it really go to the dwarves if Titus loses? Yes, unfortunately it does. It's... The stakes are high, but, I mean, what better way to win back the champion games than fucking up that twat in there? I mean, I'm, I'm with you there. I think he absolutely needs to, uh, yeah, needs to get a kick in the, in the nethers. And that looks <coughs> exactly what Titus is going to do. So uh, I was going to think, is there any way we can support him from here? I mean, he seems like he's got it handled. Um, maybe we could rouse the crowd or something? I mean, yeah, why not? If we want to get if we want to get all the crowd on our side, there's, there's no reason we couldn't try and cheer them up. I can certainly get my footman to help. I, I know a little, a little bit of magic. What, what about you? bits and pieces nothing nothing too crazy but um yeah i mean i i'm definitely up for i can i can get the loot out i can do some some you know some sort of riffing on it we can we can get this crowd absolutely electric but first things first i think i need to speak to ark i need to let him know that we're here because things have kind of escalated since he went <laughs> to bed um and i've got a little headset so hold that thought let me just let me see if i can contact him so i'm going to use the uh 
the the headset that you mentioned. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Zalu looks at you slightly puzzled that you you have this micro headset of some kind, and she just kind of goes, uh, "Okay, okay, fine." Um, but she she says to you before you go off and talk into the the headset, um, she says, uh, "When you get back, you get you get your electric loot out, and we will absolutely blow this roof off." Oh yeah. Helena Selya. Yay! As soon as as Vixen says that, she blushes. She gets a bit awkward because she just made a really dorky joke (laughs) in front of a very attractive woman. There you go. There you go. Um, Vixen, you step off to the side. Kind of, everybody's congregating like in the middle of this dome, but towards the front. It's it's super ringside. Like Mm. if you were out of this glass dome, you would be another 20 feet from the ring right. so it's really not that far you can see everything that's going on Got it. but yeah you step to the side um and you do your little sending spell yes. uh headset in your ear to talk to ark 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 come in can you hear me uh you're gonna can it, does it pick up is it just like your head that it picks up or does it pick up like the surrounding kind of like Oh, it can definitely pick up the surroundings. Okay. Like th- this, for flavour, this is normally just like thoughts in your head. Mm. But if you want to hear like Ark munching on yeah. pineapple and cheese, well, that's yes. what I was thinking. The smell, the Absolutely. smell, right? I'm like, oh, Ark, <laughs> is those volibons? Just, just hear like a bird chewing. I'm like, oh. oh hi. Also, have I not got one on? So I'm like going. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep this channel clear, yeah, actually, guys. That's a good point. Can we choose where the sending spell goes, or does it kind of get broadcast all three? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can absolutely choose. It's like it's. Um, you can choose for it to go to everybody. You can choose it to go to one person. But yeah, if you if you turn Titus's on, it would just be <sighs> super heavy breathing. <laughs> yeah, I think like, for like both listening, our sake, we'll just both like listening to pornography in a different room. That's what it sounds like. Oh God. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll cut him out of the loop for the moment, and I'll just talk to Ark. Um, okay. Ark, what what are you eating? What is that sound? Uh, pineapple on a stick. That's what that is. That's pineapple Ooh. on a stick. Uh, somehow I've managed to get in the the v the v the v v v v i p box. Um, <laughs> Sorry, can you say that for me again? The v v v v v v v i p box. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ark. I think there's some static on the line. <laughs> I'm gonna I need you to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> the VIP box. Um, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm at the. Um, yeah, I don't know how I've got here. Well, I do know how I've got here. I had a bit of a standoff with Aves. Um, Colonel yeah, Aves. Yeah, so I'm up here. Yeah. Colonel Aves, Colonel Aves. That's, the, that's your old commander, right? The guy who... Yeah. Um, oh, shit, that's that wanker who stuck his... Who, who wanted to destroy Zack's home. Um, oh, he, he did. He didn't, he didn't want to, he did. Um, fucking hell. I'm also up here with some elves. Okay, what are they? That well, that's very intriguing indeed. What do they look like? Uh, can I do a perception check to have a of course look at you can. elves? Oh, that's a natural one. Oh, oh. No, he's you. like, there's no elves here. Sorry, they must have left. <laughs> he's staring at an elf. <laughs> uh, Ark, you you are in a flavour haze of pineapple and cheese on a stick and it is absolutely clouding your mind right now. But you, you look around the room and be- because of that natural one, you don't spot the elves. I mean, they're definitely in that room. They always have been, but you don't see them. Um, oh. I'm just go- I, yeah, they've got those ears, you know. Oh, right. Like, so like, like, like most elves, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
potentially. Right. Potentially. So I'm looking for elves with elf ears. That's going to be... Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if you if you learn anything else, if you glean anything else, uh, just holler down. But there's something you should know. Um, since you went to bed, there has kind of been a big thing uh, kick off. And, yeah. um, okay, well, to put it bluntly... We were in the hero zone, having our blackberry mead, minding our own business, and then all of a sudden, Volok swans on in and slaps Zalu on the ass. And I'm going to pause for dramatic effect just to let you react to that. Oh, I've, uh, there's already gossip up here, so oh. like we, you know. But yeah, you, you tell you tell what happened, and I'll tell you what the, what the gossip is up here. Oh my god, I love that me and Ark are literally just like, oh, <laughs> spill the juices. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, he, he goes and slaps her on the arse, right? So she turns around and retaliates. I tried mm. to get her to calm the entire situation down. But before I could blink, she smacked him one and knocked his tooth out. Oof. And then because she did it on behalf of, or I guess, you know, she's aligned with Arzatir. I don't know. The rules down here don't make any fucking sense. Anyway, we then got told that Arzatir had forfeited the champion games. And it's gone to the bloody dwarves, who obviously were equally as stunned by the whole thing as we were. Then there was... Oh, the next bit's hazy. There was a lot of EDM. There was a bit of a rave. <laughs> I... Volok started talking about his... How he's urinating out of his out of his sack, which was really strange. Um, and then everyone just sort of had a bit of a jibe at him. And then there was a... Another rule was brought to light by the, um, the Champion Games kind of leader who basically said that uh, if Volok and Titus go head-to-head they can put the championship games on the line. So if Titus wins this wrestling match, which I'm literally stood at the side of right now, against Volok, then Volok, uh, we get the champion games back. And I believe, does Volok also, just remind me, does Volok also lose the GWF? Non-title, I think. This is literally just to see if Team Arzatit win the champion games and again. And if you think that's, okay. anyone's listening and thinking that's ridiculous, uh, I will remind everyone there was once a match at SummerSlam, the second biggest event of WWE's calendar, for the custody of a child. So there you go. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, that's just like, uh, was it in a Weatherspoons? What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? For international listeners, a Weatherspoons is the lowest type of British culture that you can it's think of. Really it's a pub. It's just a pub, yeah. It's awful. It's there are hundreds Never of thousands spoons. of them all across the UK. Yeah. 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 Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons. You don't want to go there. If you're an international listener and you ever visit the UK, avoid the spoons, yeah. is what we'll you'll say. You'll get stuck to the tables and you'll never leave. Um, okay, well, oh. Okay, yeah, so, sorry, Ark, I got a bit distracted there by talk of um, <laughs> some intermission. I got some yeah. uh, interference on the line. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they're fighting to see if we end up winning the title or whether it goes to the dwarves. And all of this, I'm not going to lie, I'm slightly annoyed at Zalu because we tried to calm the silly mare down and she went for it. But to be fair, he does deserve to get absolutely smacked. This Volok guy is an absolute piece of crap, but we've now lost the title which is annoying because that there goes our plan of getting up to, you know, the Purple Moon Festival and carrying out all that. I'm just going to leave it there in case we're being listened to. <laughs> About halfway through know. that, you would have heard him, like, start to munch on more, like, uh, <laughs> cheese and pineapple. Like, he's, he's probably going for it. Um, okay. Um, so, I, I think... So, Ox is saying, yeah, and like, yeah, it's kind of similar to what we've got up here. The arse smacking stuff probably hasn't got up here it's a bit like yeah it's we don't know why it's happened up here but yeah cool that, make, that makes sense um 
good on Zalev smacking him from my I think, I, I think it's brilliant. I'm just a bit like, how can we need to lose? But, you know, I mean... We, even, even if we lose and the dwarves win, it's, you know, we can modify the plan. Yeah. Like, the dwarves could. go off and, and we... Well, probably us two. Probably Tights is a bit too big for vents, but um, <laughs> we can still do the vents. We can do the vents, yeah. We could strap uh, some C4 to a dwarf, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, like that. Um, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. What we can't, we, I can't help. I can't help um, Titus. He's out of range. I can't do anything. No, it's cool. I just wanted you to know the situation, just so that you're aware and you, you kind of, you're all good up there. And you sounds like you got it all made with your pineapple and cheese. So I guess I'll. Vixen, you hear, you hear through the the. <laughs> You hear through the headset just this string quartet in the background playing behind Dark as he's enjoying cheese and pineapple in your ringside at this massive stadium. It's the difference between a champagne flute and a plastic cup of like Thatcher cider. Oh, okay. Well, it sounds like you're having a lovely time up there, Ark. I'm glad you're having a really nice, magical time. Um... Yeah, there's no food down here. It's no string quartet. There's no schmoozing. But um, yeah, have a good time. And if you learn anything else about the elves, let me know. I'll do my best to assist our boy. Who, wh- like, who am I after? Like, if if I'm after like an elf, you want to if you want me to find out about a specific elf, who should I who should I talk to? Ask as subtly as you can about a geezer named Amar Thuridan. I am subtle, so uh, yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you could get some intel on that, I might even ask the same thing of Zalu, seeing if she knows who he is, because I've got a funny feeling he might be high Royal Elven Society, based on my own experience with the elves, um, and also what happened to Zack. But the two are definitely connected. Whoever, the people that I were involved in, the, the elves, um, my former lover and, and kind of Zack's father, really, I don't know what the... The, the, the true connection is I don't know who murdered Zach or who made the call but it's come from from that family I know it and I had a vision where Madame Mordana told me that Amar Thuridan is involved so if you can find something out about him I'd be very very appreciative okay cool alright I'll go and stir up this crowd over and out dude over and out for now we cut back over to Titus Titus it's your go what are you doing against Volok. Um, I'd like to um, get him in the corner and do, you know the thing where they like, he's in the corner and I climb up onto the second rope and I punch him in the head. Normally they do that with a count of ten, but I'd like to spell Arza Tit as I punch you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Roll me a uh, athletics check. Right, come on. I want this. This will be good. Seventeen. Ooh, okay. Volok got a 10, so you are successful. Uh, yeah, so strength him over into the corner, push him in the face of it, climb up onto the second rope, and then I say, give me an A, and then punch, and then hopefully the crowd will go, A. A. R. Oh. Z. <laughs> <laughs> And then a big punch to finish. Ah, that it. Uh, roll me a d6. Three. 
Three. Okay, three more damage to Volok. Um, you push him into the corner. Yeah. You stand up. You rain down on him with these punches. Um, he covers his face as to, like, you know, show that he's injured from your punches to the face. But he then goes... He pulls his um, hands away from his face and he goes, Psych! And he spits in your face. Like, hocks up a loogie in the back of his throat and spits straight in your face. Or spits towards your face. Titus, make me a dexterity saving throw to not get hit by this spit. Okay. It's not looking good. Ten. Ten. It hits you right in the eyes. Ah. Both of your eyes. Ah. You will, yeah. you will have disadvantage now on this next strength Ugh. saving throw as Volok jumps at you from the turnbuckle to grapple you. Shit. <laughs> so I've got to pick the lower of the two. You do. 19. <laughs> 19 oh, is the lowest. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Well, Volok got a 15. So he, le- he leaps towards you with your 19. You managed to scoop this awful gooey spit out of your eyes and you lock up and again you manage to reverse the move that he's going to do on you what do you do if he's jumping at me can i like get him up into a powerbomb position but throw him over the top rope into the cell on the outside oh my god yes you can absolutely make me an athletics check to see how successful this is classic hell in a cell move this (laughs) 25 25 (laughs) he runs at you you wipe this spit out of your eyes you just place your hands chest and almost groin lift him above you and just vault him into the cage bang he immediately takes six damage again you are fucking volok up he hits the canvas which means that there's full damage so he takes another two damage as he falls from the cage and hits the canvas on his face like not even on his back laying properly and taking the hit on his face hitting his nose and you just hear oh not my face not my face (coughs) not my face (laughs) I love that he's basically grew from Despicable Me (laughs) (laughs) he is but seven and a half feet tall muscular Long hair, sweating, covered in baby oil. <laughs> a very different grew to the one that we normally see in the Minions. Um, he hits the floor. Uh, that is now Volox Go, who is prone on the floor. And he doesn't want to use half of his movement to get up. He's going to try and pull you out underneath the ropes. Yeah. Um, make me a dexterity saving throw. Fuck. 17. 17. Volok got an 18. So he pulls on your legs. You, your arms kind of flail in the air as he pulls you prone towards the canvas and hits the mat. Um, He's now going to drag you over to where the turnbuckle is. And as I don't know the name of, I don't know the name of this move, but it's maybe called a groin chop or something, but he's gonna put your legs either side of the turnbuckle and pull you towards it to get you straight in the dick and balls. Okay. Am I doing doing a strength saving throw here? Uh, Yes, with disadvantage, please. Of course, yeah. 
15. He got a 17. He grabs you, pulls you into the turnbuckle, and you take... Eight points of damage. Eight points of bludgeoning damage to your balls and testicles. (laughs) And he says, Now who will piss from the balls? (laughs) No one. Absolutely no one. (laughs) Uh, Titus, you are laying there prone, looking up at the stadium. Volok is outside of the ring. And we cut over to Ark in the royal box. Ark. You've seen the crowd erupt. You've seen the fight start. You've had a little talk with Vixen over your headsets. You are, of course, hearing the string quartet in the background. Various volivants are being fed to you. But you see everybody's up and at the glass dome watching this. Up and at them. Sorry. (laughs) Up (laughs) Up and at them. (laughs) At the glass dome watching this match go down. So actually, you've now got a better look at who is in the room because everybody's in the same place. Make me a perception check. It's not a good one. I'll tell you that one. Uh, Perception. That is 13. 13. With a 13, you see Corporal Danian. You see Gif. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see what could possibly be elves wearing hoods, but you're not too sure. You see the slender build of who you think are elves, but you don't know yet because you can't see their faces. Hoods over their faces, basically. Asbo elves. Asbo elves, yep. <laughs> Anti-social behaviour order. <laughs> Is are there any Aracokra around other than Danian? Yeah, so Danian's with about five or six other Aracochrans. None of the super big, beefy, top brass guys that were with Harley 80 Saves when you saw him last. Mm-hmm. Do I recognise anyone? Only those five. Danian's the only one that you actually recognise. Okay. Everybody else is like from platoons that you either weren't in charge of or just not your sector. Okay. I want to talk to Danian. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna walk over to uh Daniel. Just gonna just gonna walk over to him. Um what's his rank now? Is he still a corporal? Or is he is he corporal? He's he's, he's, he's still a corporal. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was private before. He's he's, he's corporal now, corporal Danian. Uh I'm just gonna go up to him and go, Corporal. You see Corporal Danian turn around in all the chaos that's happening in the stadium. And he says, Captain Ark, sir. And you see him go from standing at ease to standing at attention. And he salutes you with the left hand. You salute each other. That's it. There we go. Walk away. Then you walk away. <laughs> Campaign over. <laughs> Time for bed. That's it. Um, I'm going to say to him, can you, can you speak freely? Captain Ark, sir. Let's head over to the... Pineapple and cheese hedgehogs. (laughs) You've just come from there. (laughs) East wing or east wing or west wing, sir? What's your preference? Um, East wing. You guys walk to the east of the royal box, and he kind of whisper murmurs 
under his breath to you away from the crowd. I'm so glad you got my invitation. <gasps> it's bloody Danyan. He was the one. Oh my God. Um, I wasn't expecting to see you with all the chaos of, of, of the competition, sir. But um, as soon as I knew you were here, I, I had to talk to you. How, how are you? I am well. Could be better. What's happening at home? He's made... And you know who I mean when I say he, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's made some kind of deal with the elves. Hmm. Intelligence suggests that it happened not long after you were excommunicated. So about five years ago, sir. Um, whatever's, whatever he's got going on, it's got something to do with a device that he's keeping under lock and key in this astonishingly huge command ship. The FHM Harleyatus. FHM? <laughs> For him magazine. <laughs> I said that wrong, everybody. It's HFM. Again, his field marshal. His one. field marshal Harleyatus. Yeah, I just I just referenced a, a page three magazine that no longer exists. Got Kelly anymore. Brook down the side of it. Great. Oh. <laughs> What's her name? Pinder. Was Pinder Lucy, Pinder. Lucy Pinder. Lucy Pinder. Oh, Pinder. Yeah. She does a podcast now. It's very successful. Um, Let's get her on. Yeah. Get, get, get her, her on. Absolutely. No, absolutely huge, huge D&D &D fan. Um, <laughs> double D&D &D fan. Oh. Um, oh. Tits. I'm going to hell. Tits. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, less of that, please, Sorry. everybody. Um, yeah. He says... Whatever, whatever's going on on that command ship, he has under lock and key, sir. And none of us have been able to get to it. I mean, you saw him earlier. He's surrounded by almost, I don't know, other worldly beings that certainly look like Aarakocrans, but I don't think they are. Yeah, how is it, why, like how is he not dead? That's my big question. Like you're right. He's old and you you saw him today. You you see it in the face of him, but day to day you kind of you see the wear and tear on his face, but from time to time he'll appear youthful and younger and more powerful than he's ever been and he wasn't particularly adept at magical means to begin with so whatever's happened with the elves he's dipped into some kind of magic whether that's keeping him alive or I'm not so sure what's what's the situation with Planewalker which one uh 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 oh dear mm. okay how what yeah how many are there at play and what what model number are we on now they're still going with the mark 3s the ones that me and you discovered in the jungle mm -hmm. on that fateful day um the blueprints are ready of uh, readily available 
anywhere you go within the solar system. Um, to date, we know of three. Um, Captain Ark, sir. Yeah. May I be as so abrupt as to ask you if you're here or thinking about starting an alliance, starting a revolution? I couldn't help but overhear you talking to the GIF. Plans of war. I'd like you to know, sir, that if you choose that route, you have my undivided cooperation. Why doesn't Elec have your undivided cooperation? Captain Ark, sir, may I speak freely? Yes. I'm the one that's kept her alive up until this point. Thank you, Danian. No need, sir. It's service. Uh, is... There's ears everywhere. Is she safe? No. She's not safe. We're not safe having this conversation. If there was any sniff that we were doing this, I would be hung, drawn, and quartered. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> Ooh. What a nice, Ooh. What a nice weekend. Standard Tuesday for me. <laughs> Stunning. Um, Stunning. Okay. I... Oh, I am hoping to bring some reinforcements. Who have you got in mind, sir? Uh, well... We have... Merfolk, and I hope to soon have helped some Goliaths. Requesting help from the Olaeans? Not something we've ever done before. Do you think it could work? Uh, I think that chap who's currently getting his balls crushed is going to soon be in charge of a clan. An Aura Scales guard. She has your back. She does. Okay. Well, sir, I'm afraid I can't offer you much more than 30 men. Things are pretty dire over on Ean. Mm-hmm. Aves has control of most of the continents. And we are but a few that want to revolt. 30 of us against thousands of them maybe the merfolk and the goliaths could bolster our numbers for a decent attack what what are the gnomes are they are they all dead there were outliers and some small survivors from the incident but they're all but extinct at this point a casualty of war, of course. Through no fault of their own. Can you get a message to Elec? I can certainly try my best, sir. What would you like me to pass on? If our plan comes to fruition, it would appear like I'm dead. Please tell her I'm not dead. And I'm coming for her. Do I need transparency on that, sir? 
you do not need transparency on this one. But I am not dead. Understood, Commander. You salute each other. Um, he starts to, Corporal Danian starts to get wary of people noticing you talking over in the East Wing uh, about the various things going on within this room. Um, he kind of, he bids you farewell, essentially, yep. and heads back to the crowd to watch the match. Is there anything else you'd like to do for now? No, I don't think so. We cut back over to the arena where Titus is having his balls crushed, pulled against a turnbuckle, looking up at the sky. But Titus, it is your go. You are prone, looking up. Volok is, in the, uh, is on the outside of the ring. Uh, he has just let your legs go, and he is taunting towards the crowd. <laughs> Look at this piece of shit. His balls, they got crushed, man. Fucking crushed the balls. <laughs> Crowds are cheering, pyrotechnics going off. He is turned away from you right now, looking up into the stadium. What do you do? I've had a perfect time to get a chair from under the ring and smash him in the back. <gasps> yes! Okay, it's about to go down. Um, Titus, tell me tell me what you do. Uh, so I'm picturing that we're sort of in the corner because I've been wrapped around the turnbuckle. So I'm picturing he's one side. So I'm going to roll to the other side so he can't see what I'm doing and go underneath the ring apron by the ring steps. And inexplicably, if you're not a wrestling fan, they keep a horrendous amount of weapons under there. Kendo sticks, ladders, <laughs> tables, but most importantly, folding chairs for the fans to sit in. Uh, despite the fact that everyone's seated already. Uh, but a few spare ones are under the ring, so I'm going to pull one of them out and try and hit him between the shoulder blades with it, basically. Okay. Roll me... Roll me a stealth check, first of Ooh. all, and roll me it with advantage as he's he's looking away from you right now. Okay. <laughs> Got the same for both rolls. Uh, 18. Oh, oh, yes. Nice. Titus, for being such a big, muscular athlete, you absolutely... Here we go, guys. Like a ballerina made of wind. <laughs> you, hey, we've had it for it's a while. Back. It's back. It's you slide, back. you duck, you tuck and roll, you pick up this folding chair, and you run towards the back of Volok to hit him square in the shoulder blades. Um, yeah, roll me. Uh, roll, yeah, roll me an, an athletics check to hit Volok in the back. Oh, God. Really, really leaning back on this one. Okay, Ooh, big wind up. Table, I'll roll it again. <laughs> Ooh, uh, oh, no. 18. 18? Yeah, you hit him square in the back. You immediately do. Four damage to Volok, oh, oh. and he gets... So he, you hit him in the back, and <laughs> he falls into the side of the cage. Oh, yes. So, like, his face, his face, like, scrapes down it, and you see, like, the skin on his face start to bleed, and he puts his head, oh, no, no, not again, and you see him clambering onto the side of the cage. Getting a bit of juice, that's called, in the in the business. Oh, I see, because you're, like, squeezing it out of him. Ah. <laughs> like a big bag of clementines. <laughs> <laughs> Against the net. <laughs> 
Oh god, I love I love our analogies. We are we are on fire with our sport and wrestling analogies tonight. I just love that me and Jamie have just no comprehension. So I just love what comes out of our heads and our attempt to relate. It's just genius. I really want to do a, a group trip to a, a wrestling event together. I'd love to go. I really I would do would that. Love to go. I yeah. would absolutely do that. Well, 100%. money in the bank's coming. Is it money in the bank this year? Money, money in the bank. Money in the O2 in July, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Go. Hey, if you can get us tickets, I'm there. Um, right. It's Bollock's turn. He <laughs> yeah, pulls you, himself up. If you could get us all free tickets, we'll consider <laughs> yeah. coming. Yeah. So thanks. No, yeah. no, no absolutely. Out, if it's a group trip, yeah. I'd absolutely go. I'd be down. Yeah, for free. free tickets, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for free, obviously. You'll cover yeah. our travel as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in London, but can I get a hotel? Yeah, I, was gonna say, I might not be um, in London then. So hotel, hotel. <laughs> uh, right here we go. Volok pulls himself up, um, and he's gonna lock up with you again. So, opposed strength saving throw here, please. Yeah, with disadvantage yours still or? Uh, no, you're good. Okay. So this is just straight roll. <laughs> saving throws are on fire today. 23. Okay, what'd you get? 23! Okay, he got a four, so... <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes He goes to lock up with you, and it's bad enough. You step out of the way, and he falls on his face. He's now prone. Um, you've essentially reversed his move, so what do you want to do? Any chance I can throw him through the door of Hell in a Cell? <sighs> okay... Yes, you're in the right place to kind of do that. Give me a, give me an athletics check to pick him up. Okay, yeah, I want to sort of lawn dive. At <laughs> <laughs> first, yeah. At uh, seventeen. Seventeen. You pick Volok up, and you lawn dart him through the door. Like <laughs> the cage door busts properly, like open. The chain snaps on it, and he takes. Three damage immediately. He is again holding onto his face. It's bleeding. It's bloodied. Um, he looks like fucking mankind did after getting a face yeah. full of thumbtacks, like Triple H pedigree kind of style. But he is bloodied, gory, um, and lying on the floor. We cut back over to Vixen now. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, cool. So, um, I. So, first of all, Vixen's just got off the blower with Ark, and she's like. I can't believe you described elves as having elf ears. What the actual... Honestly, what a knob. What a knob. So I'm going to walk back over to Zali and I'm going to grab my loot off my back and I'm going to go, Zali, I am ready. Let's do this. Are you in? Let's go, girl. That's exactly what you play. I'm going out now and I'm feeling all right. I love the lag then. We were all like harmonizing so badly. What an absolute bop. Yeah, you start playing Shania Twain. I do. I'm going to play the riff. I feel like a woman. I'm going to play the riff from Shania Twain's Man of Fellow Women to and I'm going to stand up and I'm going to go, people of Stadium Concretia, this man, Volok, sexually assaulted a princess. And it doesn't matter that she's a princess. She is a woman. This man has no regard for women. He is an absolute monster. 
and he is a gobshite and he also has a very limited view of his own anatomy. All of those <laughs> things are things that we frown upon. And as feminists, I ask you to rise up and see that our champion, Titus, gets justice for this absolute creep. Are you with me? Yeah! So I have prepared two songs and uh, I'm going to roll to see which song I perform. <laughs> okay. If it's an odd number, I'm going to do song... Uh, if it's an odd number, I'll do song one. If it's an even number, I'll do song two. Okay, right, right. here we go. Roll that D20. Like blur. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to write that one. That, that's very apt, though. Yeah. So it is actually song two. There you go. I've got a two on my... I've just rolled a D6. Um, just Great. for odds or evens. But um, yeah, so it's song two. So are we all ready? So I'm going to start... Here we go. Start the clapping, and everyone's going to clap along with me. And I'm going to go... Bollock pisses out his balls. He's not even all that tall. Titus, he is the Midas, and he's gonna crush him and conquer it all. Oi, oi! And I want Yay. the crowd to sing back. <laughs> As you get to the end of that song, where you're chugging, riffing on this electric lute, the crowd join you and go. Yeah, exactly. All at the same time. They bang their chests. They stamp their feet. You look up into the cheap seats and you see Jansper Mapple absolutely going fucking crazy. <laughs> you see, you see a, a, a taco shell hat with cheese going everywhere and margarita spilling. Everybody's going fucking nuts. Um, Titus, in this moment, roll me a religion check. Ooh. With advantage. Uh, Twelve. You don't get as much as I was going to give you because it's only a 12. But, Titus, on your next two attack rounds, uh, you just roll with advantage immediately. Oh, my God. The crowd is with you. Vixen is with you. Princess Zalu is with you. Everybody is hyped for Titus. You hear some of the people in the crowds were shouting for a bit for you and a bit for Volok, but now it's all on you. So yeah, the next two attack rounds you have will have advantage. Oh Vixen, is there anything else you'd like to do here? There is. So I've obviously I'm going to get everyone doing their uh, their rendition of uh, Volok pisses out his balls uh, to the <laughs> nice. tune of Hitler has only got one ball, and I think we'll have a few more renditions of that and get it louder and louder and louder and like Titus, he is the Mitus, and he's going to conquer and crush him all. Oh, oh, and everyone goes wild, and then I'm going to actually use a spell and I'm going to cast um, Silent Image, which is a first level illusion. So you create an image of an object, a creature, or some other visible phenomenon that is no larger than a 15-foot cube. The image appears at a spot within range and, and lasts for the duration. The image is purely visual. It isn't accompanied by sound, smell, or other sensory effects. So can I place this image of a creature on top of... I don't know how tall the glass dome is, but mm. I was going to do it right on top of the dome. It's 60 foot, my range. Yeah. So it can it uh, the dome that the dome that you're in or the dome the, well I'm outside the, the, the dome. Oh no, I am inside the dome, am I? I'm just in the bleachers. No, you're inside the dome, yeah. yeah. Ah, in that case. Um I do you know what? I'll put it behind oh actually yeah, that'd be really sweet. I will put it behind Titus, because I can see him, can't mm -hmm. I? So I am yes. going to place this creature, uh, and the creature is a fifteen foot bear. Oh. And I'm gonna place it behind Titus, and it's just gonna like roar basically, and kind of look really cool because it's all it is—it's just an image. Um, but I'm just gonna sort of smile to myself and say, "There you go, my girl. 
you are part of this fight still. Sick. Yes. Uh, Titus, you now get three. You now get three attack rounds with advantage rather than two. Oh, get in. You are inspired, Absolutely my boy. That is so sweet, Vixen. Um, you put this effigy, this corporeal effigy of a bear roaring, and yeah, Titus, you you see this effigy immediately. You are inspired by it. You are inspired by the music, the crowd, everything. And in all this chaos and this fight, you take a moment to think of Zakaya. And you think of, you think of a couple of moments where she asked you how to wrestle and you taught her and you showed her how to jump off of a turnbuckle and elbow drop and land safely and all this brotherly sisterly kind of unexpected love really that you've all experienced together but yeah you see Zakaya's face in your mind for the first time in a few hours a day at most but it strikes you mm. is it my go now again as well it is your go well then uh, I would like to so we're in the sort of just outside the doorway in the sort of walkway the ramp um, but there's obviously big barriers holding the fans back I would assume barriers there one is. could sort of jump on run along and do an elbow drop off in memory of Zakaya perhaps oh <laughs> yes Absolutely, 100%. And do give a few sort of high fives to the fans as well whilst we're there. Be nice. Nice. Uh, but yeah, hop up on. It's not a, it's not the same height as as it would be coming off the top rope, but it's still. And a little little point up to Zakaya. Well, the heavens, obviously, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go for a big elbow drop, I think, because he's prone, isn't he, Volok? He is prone. You've you've thrown him through the hell in a cell. <laughs> Uh, doors which have bust wide open and he is absolutely on his face by these barriers so yeah perfect um, give me give me an athletics check to get up onto the barrier safely um, and if you're successful enough I'll let you do the move as well okay. 10 that gets you up onto the barrier so that's fine um, Volok is now going to be aware that you're going to be up on the, the barrier but if you want to use one of your advantages here, you absolutely can. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, roll me a athletics check to run, jump, and dive, and elbow drop onto Volok with advantage, please. <laughs> Something again. Uh, two 17s. Yeah, Titus, tell me how this looks. Yeah, so I think I, possibly with a 10, with the help of the fans, climb up onto the barricade and sort of slowly walk along until it's at the corner of the barricade little point up to the skies and then a proper Randy Savage arms up into the sky well big elbow drop onto the back of Volok basically <laughs> you land he takes six damage immediately um, yeah you wind him you wind him quite hard here uh, and he is just on the floor oh no, no. Can I use my movement at all? Or is that using all my movement? You can. You can. I, I think I bend down to him and whisper, not loudly, whisper, say, Hey, Volok, how about we give these fans a show? 
and then I start climbing the outside of the Hell in a Cell structure. <gasps> okay. He hears you whisper in his ear, and he says, I'm not ready to go home yet, you little fucker. <laughs> Um, you start climbing the hell in the cell. Uh, and he turns over, bloodied, to see you ascending. For some reason, I can't get out of my head the animation that, um, uh, what, what, what was it? I think it was SmackDown versus Raw or something like that on, like, the play, the PlayStation, which is literally yeah. just, like, <laughs> clambering hands, just like Born this. Bashing, but I imagine on the edge of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> but you stand at the side of the cell. Uh, the hell in a cell, and you start climbing. Volok sees you going up, and yeah, he's going to try and join you. Okay, great. He successfully holds onto the side of the cell and starts climbing. Uh, you're faster than him at this point. You have fatigued him. You have gassed him very quickly with all of these attacks. You've only really taken a shot to the balls, and that's it. <laughs> Um, but you both climb to the top. You get to the top. You stand up. Um, you look down and you see him climbing up. Um, are you moving away from the edge or are you staying where you are? I think I'm going to be, maybe foolishly, I'm going to be the gentleman and let him get to his feet. I'm going to start the fight all over again, but on this gigantic structure. Okay. You... Very sportsmanship-like, watch him climb up, and you step back onto the top of the roof of this hell in a cell. You can hear underneath you all the pins popping out. Bing, 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 bing! Just because of the weight of you and Volok both standing here. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> but you are stood there. Volok is also stood there. You're squaring off against each other. You're both like arms in the air, getting the crowd going. Like, you both know how to put on a show. And you're stood on the top of the Hell in a Cell. We cut back over to Ark. Ark, you've had your conversation with Corporal Danian. Feel free to roll me another perception check. I will. That's a nat 20, 24. <sighs> I see everything. I see everyone. I see time. You see everything and everybody in this room. You see, you see the gith that you were talking to before. You see the you see a couple of goliaths that are there. Um, you see Olayans as well. So people who are, are from Olay but aren't goliaths. You know some of Zalu's footmen who were not strictly told to stay by her side. And you see the elves. You know that they're elves. Hoods up, hoods down, with a nat twenty you know that it's a group of elves. It's a group of 20 of them. And you see this one very pale, only five foot, five foot six in height, not tall at all, um, pale elf. Do I see one that kind of looks like Zack in Vixen? That is the pale elf I'm talking about. You look upon this, uh, this elf, and you could swear just by looking at this elf that it was Zakaya, really. Uh, I am going to flick my earpiece on. Okay. And uh, just go to to Vixen and just go, um, yeah, I think I've found... I found the one that looks like you. 
looks like me. I mean, how is that even possible, though? How much? Sorry, how much does Vixen look like Zach? Like, are they are they pretty much spit, spit image, or are they? Oh yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. There, there, there is family resemblance here. You see it. I think facially they do because Vixen's got sort of very dark, much darker skin as a human. She's got more tan skin, but mm. obviously Zach was kind yeah. of like um, sort of greyish, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Like whitish, but um, but yeah, facially they look very, very similar, bar the ears. Um, mm. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, okay. Uh, you got him in your sights, yeah? Yeah. Do you want me to be subtle? Or shall I be myself? <laughs> Ark, I always <laughs> want you to be yourself. Um, but in this instance, where are they? What, where, what are they doing? Are they just kind of hanging out near the pineapple and cheese? The pineapple and cheese is very good, Vixen. <laughs> it would be odd. Yeah, all right, about. all right. I understand. Okay. Uh, yeah. um, um, this is very interesting, by the way, as a listener, because like. You two do not like each other mm. so far. So the fact that you've actually got some teamwork going <laughs> yeah, yeah. is like, like I, I, I think you both as characters realise that there are huge stakes at play here. We had and our you are just so focused. Well, didn't we? Do you remember we had our predator handshake in one of the arenas? Yes. Because we decided that Ark didn't trust me, and he still doesn't trust me. But he was like, "I'd rather have you on my side than against me," and I want to figure out what's going on, obviously, and you know. Will need, he'll need me basically to get back to, um, to Elek and his family. So I think that was kind of the moment we were like, we'll agree, but there's still a bit of like mm. awkwardness there. Um, yeah. It's not as tender as it was with Zach, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I reckon you're just gonna have to go up to him and uh, start just start a conversation. Just say, uh, I mean, God, you're an hour Cochran. I mean, what's he gonna what's he gonna think? It's not even like you can be like, oh, hello, fellow elf. Um, I tell you what, let's just go with what we know. Say, ain't the pineapple and cheese good? Um, how old does this guy look? The very pale guy who looks like Zack. The very pale elf who looks the spitting image of Zakaya Rubble Dusk looks younger than Zakaya Rubble Dusk. Uh, is he like other people around him? Can I just walk up to him? There are so many people around him. Like, imagine if it was, um, imagine if it was the Matrix, and there were so many Mr. Andersons around this, <laughs> surrounding this one uh, elf. You would, you would be hard pressed just to walk up to this person. Like, even with your, in fact, because of your background in the military, you know that he's very well protected. Cool. I think the thing is, we don't want him to know that we are on to him. Because right now, because of the sort of, you know, incorporeal vision I had of Madame Mordana, who spoke to me about Amar Thuradan, we don't, they have no idea that we know that they're connected to the killing of Zack. So whatever we do, I do think we've got to be subtle, because I think as soon as they figure out that we know something and we know that there's a link there, they are going to run for the hills. Um, and they're going to have a lot of people who can protect them. And trust me, all right, royalty has a lot of barriers and they can make anyone disappear. So maybe um, just tread softly. Thank you for your thoughts. Why <laughs> does that make me feel like you will ignore them? 
<laughs> I just, I just um, think, you know, they've killed Zach. They're going to know what you look like. Yeah, they absolutely will. They will know what I look like 100%. And they probably know me more so than they knew Zach when she first arrived here. But we just need to find out why. I mean, you could even... Zach was on your team, right? She was on Team Arzatit before, obviously, we kind of came out and made out that I was actually pretending to be Zach. So they must be a bit confused too, no? They must be thinking to themselves... Well, hang on a minute. We killed the elf that was on Team Arzatit, and now all of a sudden, Team Arzatit has another elf, or no, sorry, another, another a human <laughs> basically who's replaced them that looks a lot like her. So they're going to be confused too. Maybe play dumb and just ask them what they know about the situation. You could be like, I don't really understand who she is, but she's just turned up. You know, act like you're on their side. They respect the Aracochrans, right? They seem like they were very chummy with them the other day. They do know who we are, though. They do know us. They know Arzatit very, very well, but they don't necessarily know the relationship between you and me. And you've treated me pretty coldly sometimes on that on that pitch, on that pitch, <laughs> on that battlefield. No. So maybe it's worth just actually throwing me under the bus a little bit and saying, I don't know okay. who she is or where she's come from. <laughs> Fig- figure it out. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, 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 I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think tactically that might be the best way to go and they might give up more because of that especially if you claim you're part of you know the Aracochrans that they're close to you know interesting I'm gonna click the earpiece off Ooh. I think Bixen uh, was secretly hoping that he'd like let her listen in so she's like Ark Ark <laughs> bloody hell <laughs> reception's so bad down here yeah it's awful I mean, he can't really hear me pretty well over the Varlok as pisses out his balls. <laughs> and Vixen's a human, isn't she? Yes, she is. She's the human cool. half of Zack, isn't she? The elf half cool. is. And remind me as well, Ollie, because when Vixen, when we were in the um, uh, the sort of remind me of the space between life and death. Mm. What's it called? It's like the. Oh, the box, box realm. realm. That's it. Um, yeah. When Vixen was in the box round, she couldn't speak the name of her former lover, Zach's dad, because there was some kind of curse. Oh, yeah. Since I've been back, I seem to remember we did also try to do that. Am I still unable to do that? Is that curse still present? You are still that was unable right. to do that. Cool. Yeah, even even when Madame Mordana like, told you the name of Amar Thuridan. Yeah. You you still you still can't say the name out loud. Right, I think it's been it's it's literally been corporeally ast- astrally redacted. Like you have it in your mind. Yeah. You just have no way of communicating it. Right, got it. That makes sense because it's almost like a, an unspoken curse. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Exactly. Just remember your time in the writing room when you tried to write, write it, it down. Times. The quill yeah. just and snapped. It kept snapping and snapping. And that's what I was thinking. I yeah. was thinking if I tried to write it down for Ark and Titus now, I still couldn't because I wouldn't be able yeah. to say it. That makes sense. There's a similar thing in God of War, isn't there? I don't know if you guys play God of War where um, uh, Mimia is cursed. He can't tell what Baldur's weakness is because he just is cursed, even though he knows it. Yeah. Like, he'll just go round in circles if you ask him about it because he's, like, cursed yeah. not to talk about it. So that makes sense. Cool. Ark is going to cast a spell on himself. He's going to cast the spell Shield of Faith. So a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a, t- a plus two bonus to AC for the duration. 
Uh, I'm going to strap on my shield, hold my walking stick, and I'm going to fly into the air, and I want to land right in front of um, Amar. <laughs> this, is a, this is a very ballsy entrance. <laughs> <laughs> you might get attacked on sight. I'm going to say as I land, I hear you've got a problem with a human that I can help you with. As soon as you land, ten elves grab you, restrain you, mm -hmm. and pull you to the floor. Fine. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for this. It's ten people yeah, attacking down. you. You know yeah. that you will absolutely fail this. <laughs> um, remind me what you say again to Amar. I hear you've got a problem with a human. You land, you are grabbed, pulled to the floor, kept on the floor under like 10 elven people um, with a couple of blades like placed against your body. Um, and you hear, you hear this five foot six pale elf who looks exactly like Zakaya, who doesn't take their eyes off the fight that's outside in the arena doesn't even pay you respect of attention to look at you and just says well that was quite the entrance wasn't it do you think you maybe need to rethink how you address I don't know elven royalty he's strangely sexy very soft voice slightly posh I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> my apologies your station was not effectively communicated to me. Well played, mate. Ooh. Oh, good. I do like an apology. Well, I'm going to keep you at floor length for now. Just under all of my men with blades pressed against your flesh. So as you don't do anything so stupid again, do you understand? I understand perfectly. Still not taking his eyes off the fight. Did you watch any of the uh, of the games, my lord? I think it's a bit late for compliments now, don't you think, Ark? So you know my name? Of course I know your name. You are world famous. Probably famous enough that if you killed me right here, that would cause some waves, wouldn't it? You'd be surprised how much I've gotten away with in my lifetime. Oh, you don't surprise me at all. Okay, well, there's no need to flirt with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. <laughs> let's not, let's not. Oh, you're doing so well. <laughs> Maverick and Iceman over here. Chill out, you two. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can I ask something? Uh, can I be, ask a very frank question? You may have one question, but I will tell you this. At the end of this question, these guards will be escorting you out of this room and you will no longer be allowed in the VIP section. I don't know if that bothers you at all, but make it a good question. And see to it that the question does not infuriate me so much that I have you taken away and dealt with. Ooh. 
<laughs> What's that going to be? I wonder. What does dealt with mean? Oh, instinctively, daddy it was arc. like. <laughs> instinctively, it's like, can I get a handful of like um, pineapple and cheese on the way out? Um, <laughs> fuck, what's my question going to be? I very much wish I didn't flick off the headset. Uh, yeah, well, this, I was, do you know what? I was thinking that. I was like, I should have said to him, but I thought that's what we were going to do. And I shouldn't have, too late now, but I should have said, like, keep me here because then I can just feed you lines like Anna Deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. I mean, you've just had, the conversation you just had with Vixen is very much like they must have known. They know who Vixen is for sure, and they definitely know who Zach yeah. was, and they they must have questions. So you think that if they wanted to murder Zach, they would definitely want to murder Vixen. Ah, oh, see, see, I know what you're saying, and I I know I know what you want me to ask, but I want to ask something else. So I'm going to ask what I want to ask. Hey, Vixen has no idea because she's not on the headset. So go for it. Mm. So I would say, my apologies, my knowledge of the Elven royal family is very limited. Could you remind me of your father's name? Now there poses an interesting quandary, Captain Ark of the Elite Storm Aerialists. Husband of Colonel Alec, father of Ulrich and Zed. It's interesting that I know so much about you, and yet you don't know a single thing about me. Such a shame. I was very impressed by your entrance. I will let my men release you from their grasp. I will let you stand, and I will let you turn and exit this room. If you so much as do anything else, you will feel not one, but ten blades all at once pierce your flesh and stop you where you stand. Are we understood? All the while, not looking at you at all. I'm just going to go to him. I'm not surprised you know so much about me. I am world famous, like you say. I'm going to say, understood. You feel the elven gents with their knives on your flesh, your feathery flesh, Uh release from you, and you are allowed to stand up. What do you do, Ark? I turn my back. Actually, do I turn my back? I think, I don't think I, I'm not going to turn my back on royalty. I'm going to kind of like nod and just walk backwards towards the door. A man of strategy, I see. Your military excellence presides you. I am not expecting a response to that. Simply leave. <laughs> Grabs a fistful of pineapple and cheese. I do, get, I am going to, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna, yeah if yeah. I can take a whole hedgehog without being too like... You take... You take a whole hedgehog. As soon as you take a hedgehog, another one is replaced, is put in its place. <laughs> Fuck, Art looks heartbroken that he is leaving this place with the hedgehog, with, with all these hedgehogs everywhere. <laughs> you leave the royal box. <laughs> can I flick the headpiece on and just go, yeah, sorry, um, sorry, Vixen, there weren't any elves after all. Click it off. <laughs> 
it was it was some some guy was standing uh, just perfectly with some like big leaves behind him on a he just plant. Just had some ears, and he just looked like it looked like he had big ears. But when I got closer, he was all a ruse. But birds don't have ears, so you know he'd have the lobes. So there we go. So it was just some lobe-based Arc. confusion. <laughs> Ark, you exit the royal box, and you are greeted by not the same guards that were that got you to the royal box in the first place, but they say. Captain Ark, sir, we'll escort you back to your room. Uh, could I go watch the fight? Oh. Oh, that's an interesting query. Um, where would we... Where would we get you out? Captain Ark, sir, we're going to escort you back to your room first. We will guard you. I will go and ask around. Games Master is pretty fond of you and your team. So I'll go ask. And I'll be back as quickly as I can be. Okay. You're escorted back to the room. You walk into the room. The door is closed and it's locked from the outside. We cut back over now to Titus and Volok in the arena doing battle. Titus, you are stood on top of the hell in a cell. You have Volok in front of you is quite at the moment not so precarious to like the edge but he's closer to the edge than you are um what would you like to do I'd just like to initiate a quite a simple booyé punch exchange please so i punch him the guy goes yay he punches me the guy goes boo <laughs> if you want to use the latin that the lays, technical term <laughs> that ladies and gents is called a booyé <laughs> We initiate a booyé. Okay, I won't even make you roll for that, but you, how many punches are you going to exchange? I think, traditionally, boo, yay, boo, slow, about like 10 each. 10 each, okay. I'm going to say just outright, you both take 10 damage total. So, you know, you're taking all these knocks and punches. Um, Is that your go, or you'd like to do something else? Uh, No, I'd like to... I'd like to body slam him. So I'd pick him up, just slam him on, because it's all metal, obviously, what we're stood on now. Yeah. So try and get... Okay. But basically, towards the end, three big punches to try and get the best of the exchange and try and scoop him up and slam him back first onto the the hardened steel. Okay. Roll me a athletics check. To scoop. Come on. 24. 24. Volok got a nat 20. Oh, man. I can tell you his plus is plus 6. So we got a 26 overall, beating your 24. Um, so you are punching. You go for the scoop and the plant. And then what, my back gives out? You go for the scoop and the plant. And he reverses around you. And he gets you in the same position that you were in for Suplex City. Oh, no. And you feel him grappling you, stepping back towards the edge oh, no, no. of the Helena cell. <laughs> Shit. Oh. I would like to remind everybody that this isn't WWE, so there are no commentator tables. But there is the chair that you've left down there on the floor. Um... <laughs> Volok whispers in your ear, 
just before you make this strength saving throw. Oh, God. He says, I told you I was going to take you to hell, but I didn't know the fall would be this great. Roll a strength saving throw. That's a great fucking line. That's such a good line. Shit. Do I have a, do I have advantage because of my? You have an advantage if you want to roll with oh, advantage. You you've got you two. Do. You've got, got two left, more. Yeah. You've got two more. Guys, I rolled a six initially. So. Bloody <laughs> well good. Uh, Twenty-four. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh yes. Twenty-four. Okay. Volok. Got a 25. Oh no! You're joking. No. <laughs> um, Titus, you hear Volok whisper in your ear, and you've only ever seen a suplex city done on the canvas. Yeah. This it's is a shortfall. Murder. It would, be, it would be suicide to do this off the top of a hell in a cell onto a folded steel chair on the floor. But you see Volok launch you over his shoulders off of this cage and you fall and you start to tumble towards the floor. Oh my god. You hit this chair. <laughs> Jeez, I could as it explode. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Oh yeah. And you immediately take 26 points of damage as you fall from this incredible height. Can I use Stone's Endurance here or not? (sighs) Please read Stone's Endurance aloud to the class. Uh, As a reaction, reduce damage dealt to you by 1d12 plus 3. Okay, roll the d12 plus 3. Okay, what was the damage? 20? It was 26? 26, okay. 26 points of damage. Okay. So that's with plus three is ten. Ten. Sixteen points of damage you take. Um, but you you fall from this incredible height. Like it's it's twenty feet up in the air, and you land on this chair. I mean, collapsing the chair. I know the chair was already like <laughs> folded up and like sitting your back, but you are just so fatigued and out on the floor as you hit. Volok is going to do a dexterity saving throw here oh. to not have launched himself you, off of the top. Oh, please, with for you. you prick. That's been so good if you had to take a through mankind off and then just went, and then went after him. Okay, yeah, he gets a 22 to save. Son of a bitch. So amazingly... He suplex cities you off the top of a two, three fucking story building. You land on the floor. Volok isn't like fatigued out. He's bloodied. But he turns around and just stares at your body on the floor as it lays. Not breathless, but you you have taken so much damage. And he just starts... <laughs> Titus, as you blurrily, not unconsciously, but so blurrily, turn round and look up at him, you notice 
the sheen of blue arcane that you experienced all over your body yep. envelops his body and his arms. No. Vixen, roll me a perception check. Absolutely. Just want to say you can do like, you know, welcome to hell, motherfucker. Then you can do like, Titus just fell, motherfucker. And now you've got, <laughs> he cast a spell, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I love it. Perception check. Uh, let's do it. Uh, I got 11. Okay. You don't spot anything in this instance. You are so... You are so... Uh, consumed by a chugging electric loot and the crowd going off that you do not see what is happening. But Titus, you see this blue arcane envelop around Volok. And he stands up on the corner of the hell in the cell. And he calls down to you saying, it's not suicide if I take you out with me. And he jumps. <laughs> what? <laughs> am, I, am I seeing this? Can I react in any way? Can I, can I? Uh, You're in a glass dome, hun. You're in a glass dome. Like you, you see it happening and you can gasp and you can talk to Ark if you want over the tannoy, but like you're seeing, you're seeing Volok jump from a huge height. You, you haven't seen Volok go all blue and arcane. You don't see this, but Titus has seen it. Oh. Um, I, I Ark, can't you're not in the royal box. You're not in the spell or anything from where I am. Ark, you're not in the royal box to see this anymore. You're outside. Yeah. Um, but Titus, you see, you see the biggest leg drop you've ever seen coming towards <laughs> you. It's <laughs> actually spine. Hulk Hogan lost about four inches of height when he used to, after he did it from just a standing position for years. He's jumping off a fucking <laughs> cell. Uh, I've got six HP right now. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have the right dice here. Okay. Um, I have four D8s in my hand. Oh, my God. Um, oh, God. Game over, So, baby. let's see what happens, shall we? 18 points of damage as Volok jumps off the top of the Hell in a Cell, lands on your body, almost caving your chest in. Um... This is the this is the part of the mechanic where you are you won't be rolling like death saves because it's not a fight to the death but like you could easily be pinned right now. Yeah. Volok has also taken some damage from the fall. I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes 14 damage. Um, so he is, I mean, it, it, imagine JR, oh my God, he's broken in half. This guy like, is my witness. <laughs> he's broken in half. You and Volok are not writhing around on the floor, but you're just trying to survive at this point. You have jumped. The crowd is electric. Um, everybody in the dome with uh, with Vixen is gasping. People in the royal box are gasping. Ark doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Um, but we go back to your go, Titus. 
God. Um, so it's not a death saving throw. A Volok is not on you to pin you. Can't get pinned outside the so ring. I just, technically, so I just gotcha. Well, there's no there's no disqualification. It's not a count anywhere match. It's a an cell match, but you know. No, you, okay, that's true. That's true. It's, it has to be in the ring. You're right. It has me, to be in the Hell in a Cell. WWE. Uh, I think you'll find. Um, uh, I think you'll find. Um, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Keep me on my toes. Um, Titus, roll me a d20 luck check. Okay. Do you have advantage on this, or is it just an attack? He can use advantage if he wants to. He's got one more. Put my head, tap my headset and go. I've only got one more. Do you think I should use it, guys? Uh, I think I think you're going to have to. Um, I mean, this is kind of a question more for Ollie than it is for for Titus. But if I like try to subtly heal him from the stands, <laughs> can I? Is that allowed or will I get uh, disqualified? Obviously, I don't want to. If I get caught, then it's like two on one, isn't it? I imagine the rules mm. are man v man, and I can't really intervene. Well. You'll have to make a decision, won't you? I'll have to, so but what? I guess I can only do that on my turn, right? I can't, because I mean, we're not, I'm not an initiative, am I? So we're not. You're not an initiative, so yeah, it's kind of like as and when it comes back to you. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna say this is a luck check, isn't it? Um, what is it? A luck check for exactly? It's well, a luck check to be able to get up right now, because if you are, if you fall off a two-story building. Yeah. And you need pro possibly some time to recover and get up. So it might be a couple of rounds before Titus can get up. Or he might be able to kip up immediately. Yeah, I would say use it. You don't want to get pinned. Well, how about I roll, see what we've got, and then... Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. You can always use it after. Yeah. I'll let you do that, yeah. yeah. Okay. First roll for the luck check. I think I might need to use it. I've got a five. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> Roll again. Yeah, we'll use it, Ollie. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. No, 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 no. 19. Yes, well done. Titus, you become conscious. <gasps> and you start. You start blurrily trying to crawl to your feet. Um. You see that Volok has already made some distance uh, towards, like, back into the cell. Yeah. And you see him going for the steel steps. Oh, you prick. Uh, is there anything I can do? You can try and stand up if you want to. Um, in fact, I will let you use your movement to get up, but that's all that I will allow you to do. What I'm, my strategy here, Ollie, is I want to spend as much time as I can struggling to get to my feet when actually I could probably get to my feet immediately so that when he rushes at me with the steel steps, I can drop toehold him and he lands face first in the steps that he's carrying. That's my big plan here. Titus, if that's what you want to do, roll me a deception check. You are out of advantages now. Yeah. 16. 16. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Can Volok get the steps? Yes, he can. He picks the steps up. He is also he is also struggling. Um, you see Volok walk out of the cell struggling with these steps. But he is not 
walking. He's not running at you. He's not running at you to slam them down. He simply walks over and he places the steps over you. Oh. Like lies them on top of you. You're blurry. You're like, did you, hold on, did you get up? No, you wanted to stay down. Yeah, Great. Yeah, I'm seeing what he's doing. So he, he places the steps on top of you. Um, movement wise, he can, he's a pretty speedy guy. He's got a decent distance. But he uses the rest of his movement to climb to the top of the cage again. Is he insane? <laughs> yes. I think we can safely say that. He climbs to the top of the cage. Uh, Ark, we cut back over to you. You hear a knock at the door. One of the guards unlocks the door and opens it for you and says, Captain Ark, we can get you ringside, but we have to go now. Okay. Okay. You are, you, you haven't like, you've got your sword and your shield and everything with you, haven't you? Yeah. You haven't like derobed or anything. Fine. I, I literally have uh, a robe still, on, just to confirm. I you literally have a robe on. on. Are you still in your slippers? 100%. 100%. 100%. You shuffle. You, if you touched anybody right now, they would get a static cool. shock. Um, you are led through the entrance of the hero zone out into the arena and you're escorted into the glass dome where all the party goers are you see vixen i walk over to vixen uh with my um hedgehog of tinfoil and go do you want a cheese and pineapple oh yes please that'd be banging i'll take a couple of those how did it go uh, um what's I just asked him who his, who his father was. Oh, he, the, the guy, the pale elf, yeah. the one who looks a bit like me and Zach. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, and he didn't say? No. Nope. <sighs> Maybe it's all part of the same curse. Because I know if, if he is offspring of, you know, if he is Zach's brother, if he is of the same father, then I know, I know his name. But I can't tell you, Ark. It... There's some kind of strange curse that survives between life and death. And it just prevents me from communicating it. Where if I start to say it, I... <sighs> My throat just chokes up. It's horrible. It feels like someone's just squeezing, squeezing my throat as soon as I try. Vixen, I, I wouldn't trust me, but... Just trust me for this one thing. And uh, I'm going to take out my talon from under the robe, my hand. And it's kind of going to glow and kind of catch fire with like holy fire. And I'm going to put my talons to Vixen's neck. I'm going to try and pull out the curse. I'm going to cast Remove Curse. Oh. <gasps> Okay, read aloud to the class, please. Uh, hold on, I just want to make sure you have got the spell slots. Um, remove, <laughs> I might imagine, remove curse. Um, at your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end. 
If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object so it can be removed or discarded. And that's everything that's that the spell says. It. Okay. Right. Ark. Mm-hmm. Your talons place wrap around the side of Zakaya's neck. And you feel this holy aura, this energy connect both of you. Can you say that again? Because you said Zakaya again. (laughs) It's a false habit. (laughs) Ark. Your name is Ark, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ark. You place your talons with this holy aura around the neck of Vixen. And you feel in this instance the blue arcane connection between you. You see flashes of each other's memories, each other's pasts. Like, Vixen, you see Ark dive-bombing with his kids and living his life in the military. And Ark, you see Vixen travelling the world and performing as a bard. And you see the first time that you met while Vixen was on that pyre after you'd been in that room together with that mini manipulator. There's a connection between you. It's blood, it's magic, it's something. It's petrosolidus, it's whatever it is. And as you try to pull this curse out of Vixen's throat, essentially, The last thing you see before this spell fails is a wish stone. So can I like just add a bit of flavour as I'm kind of like got this kind of like my talons kind of by her neck. Can it kind of go a bit kind of like um, a bit ethereal? So I want to kind of like put the talons through the neck and as I kind of pull it out, you kind of see this like black kind of tree roots maybe or something that's kind of stuck yeah. there. And I keep pulling and pulling. And, and I just can't while, pull it's it gonna, out. It's going to start to hurt, isn't it? I'm yeah. going to be like, no, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. <laughs> I let go of those tree roots. And... <sighs> it didn't work, did it? I didn't think it would. This... Thank you for trying. This is serious magic. This is serious magic. It feels like some kind of knot. Every time I even think about his name, my brain and my heart and every cell just screams. And all I feel is this knotted feeling of whatever it is is tightening its grip on me. And I think what hurts the most is that he has his claws in me even now even after death he still has control and he always will until we find him and we kill the son of a bitch right now though I hate to be the uh, the poo in the pool but we've got <laughs> the Goliath to back because he ain't looking so hot out there how far away is Titus? Uh, he is, ooh, 20 feet away. Have you got anything that can get to him? 
sadly, I fear that if we try and intervene, at least tangibly, they're going to see it as some kind of... They're going to see it as a breach of the rules, right? This is meant to be a mano-a-mano fight. So what I was thinking was, maybe if I keep stirring him up, give him a bit more inspiration, you could maybe heal him? Just do it really subtly, you know? Sort of pop your hands in your cloak and just... I mean, it might look a bit like you're fiddling with yourself, but just maybe cast something so that he can recover a little bit. I'm so determined to help, but I, I just worry how much we're allowed to. I don't want to risk him, him disgraced again. Arkin Vixen. Roll me perception checks. Ark, what did you get? 22. Vixen. 21. Oh! oh good. We, are, we are perceptive. We are perceptive! <laughs> In this moment, you two become very aware about the crowds of people around you. And Ark and Vixen, you see... One of the party-goers, wearing a hood, tapping rhythmically with their right hand on their chest, as if to be doing some kind of incantation or spell. Whereabouts are they in relation to us? You guys, because Ark has just joined the glass dome, you guys are on, say, let's the west side of the dome. Yeah. But with your amazing perception, you see that they are all the way on the other side of the dome through a crowd of people. And I, when I say a crowd of people, I mean this dome is full. Like if it's it's sardines in a can, it's that pa- it's packed that tight. Right. Ark, are you seeing what I'm seeing? I am seeing what you're seeing. We have to stop them. They're obviously working against him. They must be. Ark, Vixen, as you see this... You see Volok climbing the side of the Hell in a Cell, and you see the same blue arcanic, like, pulse and corporeal form that you saw when Titus took control of Planewalker. Okay, we've got two options. We've got to act quick. Either we can try and interfere directly, or we can, we can call this out. We can alert someone, and we can let them know. This fight is rigged. Can I see the Games Master? The games master is nowhere here. He is up in like he's up in the guards. Oh, he's pineapple up in the and cheese master, land, like. isn't it? Typical <laughs> pineapple and cheese land. Yeah, but there there are no guards in this room with you in this in this glass dome that's ringside. Is he? So is the the person? I said he. Don't know if he's a he. Is the person who's in the robe? Um, are they muttering anything, or is it just this tapping of the chest? Yeah, you can see. You can see the. Um, you can see the lips kind of moving, like, you know, the hood's kind of there. You've got a side-on profile. You see the rhythmic tapping of fingers on the chest, and you kind of see their lips moving. I'm going to look at Vixen and go, have you got my back? Absolutely, I have. You go, and I will distract. Cool. Right, right. so... Hold on, let me get... I need to know what the spell does. I need the range of it. Hold on. In the meantime, shall I jump up and start performing? Go for it. Okay, so I'll grab my loot and I'll do my riff again from um, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. So what was it? It's, um, <laughs> it's cool, girls. So I'm going to go, Titus has got it. He's repping ours at it. All the tools, big balls. Whoa, oh, the world needs to be free of this toxic creep. Toxic creep. Keep. Your hands off a woman. Boop, boop.
Yes! Love it. There you go. We have our first feminist anthem in Dice with Death. Excellent. Yes! Excellent. There we go. So we plow, um, we're getting that going. Crowd are going. That should be enough for Ark to, to distract, to get the attention off him. Lovely. So um, the chap in that robe is going to hear that music, like start up. Yeah. But halfway through, he's going to hear total silence. So I'm going to cast silence. Please read silence aloud, please. Uh, so, for the duration, no sound can be created with, in, or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible. Excellent. You cast silence as the bubble all over this hooded person. Um... They notice immediately that there is has been a spell cast upon them. Um, and no sooner do they realise this, they hide. Is it unsuccessfully? <laughs> where, where can they hide in the stand? I mean, they're not in a stand. They're in a glass bubble that's full of loads of people. So they that's are, fine, let's yeah. say, Agent 47 doing this. Oh, yes. Oh, it's the classic uh, Assassin's Creed thing, isn't it? With the safety of the crowd. What's what's their movement speed? Yeah, I can't tell you that. Okay, just because you know, I'm just saying that my that's, that's meta gaming, man. Come wow. on. So I've got a, I've got a twenty foot sphere around them, and you have got a twenty foot you sphere. Know, there's lots yes. of people there. Would you say it's difficult terrain? Yeah. They make it through just oh, fine. Shit. <laughs> I love that moment where there's that standoff between Ollie seeing our bullshit and yeah. us determined to break the game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout to to Vixen. I've lost I've lost them. I've lost shit. them. Shit! No way. Okay. Well, hope at least the spell stop. Right? They will have stopped casting that spell. You both look towards Volok, who's at the top of the Hell in a Cell, and you see that the blue arcane that was surrounding him has now dissipated and is no longer around him. And he is struggling. Like, you see him being fatigued and gassed as he gets to the top of the Hell in a Cell. He looks like... Like, it's it's comical the way his, like, head is bobbing back and forth <laughs> as he's just waving and in this fatigue that he's feeling. But he's at the top of the Hell in a Cell. Great. Okay, it seems like it's worked, Ark. Um, how's Titus looking? Is he still a bit ropey? I'm not going to look at Titus. I'm going to try and search for this dude. Because, well, I say dude. I'm going to search for this person um, just because he could... Sorry. I'm going to search for this person because they could um, cast a spell again. Yep, I think that's okay. fair. That's fair. Can I give? Can I attempt to do a song directly to Titus to give him some inspiration? Give him. A- oh, he's got inspiration. He's got two. He's got two advantages now because of your last song. Oh, that's okay, easy. Cool, like no, Titus, on your next rounds, you've got advantage twice. Um, Ark, roll me an investigation check. Oh, that's the power this guy. of Shania Twain, baby. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, let's see if you got any pluses for investigation. I'm pretty stupid, though. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm actually, I'm all right. 21. 21, okay. Um, yeah, this this is, <laughs> this spellcaster is still hidden. Fuck. Do I kind of know the region that he's in? Like, could I say, right, with his movement, he's probably around this sort of area? 
I mean, if you if you wanted to if you wanted to do if you wanted to do another investigation check and move towards that area of the bubble that you're in, then yes. Great, Ark. What are you doing? Uh, I just want to. I want to try and find the person. Okay, investigation check, please. I have rolled a natural twenty. Oh. Yes. Oh yeah. But that's twenty-two. Ark, as you walk over to the side of the bubble, it's glass dome, where uh, this hooded spellcaster was, you find on the floor the robe that they were wearing. Oh. And as you see the robe, you look to your left, and you see something or someone moving through the crowd towards the exit of this bubble. Uh, I am going to go to Vixen, uh, meet me at the exit, and I'm going to fly straight to the exit. All right, I got it. So you've d- you've done you've done the sending yeah, thing? Yeah, done the sending thing. To Vixen? Vixen, where are you? Uh, well, I'm still basically where I was positioned, performing to the crowd um, for Titus. So I'm going to hop down and I'm going to ensure as I sort of leave through the crowd, you know how you sort of leave a party to get a drink and you're still clapping along and you're sort of fading off? Mm. I'm going to sort of not leave too abruptly because I don't want to stop everyone from cheering and singing along to my song. So I'm going to keep the chants going, keep the ballads going, keep the vibes strong and I'm going <laughs> to slip out towards the exit. Okay. Titus, you're on the floor with the steel steps over you. Dazed and confused as Volok is atop the Hell in a Cell looking down on you. Ark, you are frantically flying towards the exit to where you wanted Vixen to meet you. And Vixen, you receive a knife in your back from someone unknownst to you in the crowd. Don't you do it. You immediately take... How many dice is he picking up? Deja vu. Yeah, I was going to say, too soon, not leave too soon. 29 points of piercing damage Whoa. as it stabs into your back. Jesus. And that's where I we end our session. I going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, why is it always me? Zach with the sniper rifle. Zach with the assassin. Why do I always get stabbed or shot right at the end? You're just always in the way, mate. That's, what go, that's way, what's going on. Honestly. You're always in the way. You're always, you're always trying to do. <laughs> you're always trying to do the noble thing, uh, and therefore I love it because you're easily stabbable. Right <laughs> well, there we go. Um, thank you so much to my players, Jamie, Amy, and Adam, for coming through and playing another episode of Dice with Death. You can follow us on social media at Dice Death Pod. Also, hey, it's the new year. I know it's maybe January when you're all a bit skint but hey if you've got some disposable income head over to patreon.com forward slash dice death pod where you can donate some money to us yes your favourite Dungeons and Dragons podcast Um, thank you so much to everybody who continually donates to us like I'll be doing a, a huge shout out to you all once we've got a few more people on the Patreon. But yeah, thank you so much. You um, you really inspire us because the fact that you actually want to give us cash to keep doing this thing is so, so great. It's so lovely. And, like, we yeah, didn't think I anybody think... was going to do it. And it's been so nice that actually no. quite a few people have. So thank you so much. And we'll be thinking of ways that we can reward that this year as well. Part of our sort of plan and initiative 2023 is extra content and stuff that we can do around it. So it won't uh, go unnoticed. 
absolutely. Um, Jamie, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me uh, at Jamoon1987 on Twitter. And Amy, where can people find you on the social media? I'm on the social medias. Amy, uh, it's at Amy underscore Mallet on Twitter and at Amy Mallet on Instagram. Yeah, no underscore, but you are there as Amy Mallet. I so, yeah, uh, yeah. You did change that, yeah. Ads, where can people find you on social media? Find me across all social media, at Adam Wilborn, and don't forget to uh, roll a D20, and uh, as long as it's above five, uh, leave us that many stars. Uh, so rating <laughs> on uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those good places. And thank all you to everybody above, who has. Yeah. It's really lovely. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm dead underscore eight on Twitter and Instagram if you want to come and follow me. Um, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dice with Death. Say bye, guys. Stab. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>